What's good, everybody? Welcome. Have you ever had one of those days where things don't go the way that you planned, right? Listen, today was one of those days for me. I'm sitting at breakfast, and the person that was going to be on the podcast today, some of you guys might have been like, you know, yeah, I was waiting because I saw Jerry Flowers was going to be on here today. I saw him speak at Flavor Fest. I've been following him on IG. Jerry hits me up and says, uh, Pastor T, my daughter's sick. Could I just come on on audio only? I'm like, nah, this is audio and video, Jerry. So he was like, yo, could I just do it next Friday? I'm so sorry. So I'm like, look, I understand things happen. And so sometimes when God closes one door, he opens up another door. So today is still going to be an amazing podcast, even though we started like about six minutes late. It's all good. So stick around. We're going to jump it off. We got some good stuff happening today. It's going to be amazing. So let's go. Welcome to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast, where we talk to innovative artists, creative pastors, church planners, entrepreneurs, and people creating movements. Our goal is to inspire and equip you in ministry, music, and the marketplace. I'm your host, Tommy Urban D. Colony. What's up, what's up, family? How y'all feeling today? Happy Friday. Yo, we got a guest right here in the studio with us. No, it's not Jerry Flowers, but today <laughs> we're going to be talking about investing in yourself. We're going to talk about real estate investing. We're going to talk about spiritual investing. And so next to me, I got this incredible lady that I just met in 2022, and it's Betsy Tinnervin. And she is like a real estate guru. She has her own radio show on iHeartRadio. She's putting on this big invest tour. And so, Bessie, what's up? How you doing? Good. How are you? She's like ready to kill me because I just called her like two hours ago and was like, yo, uh, Jerry Flowers can't do it. Uh, <laughs> you have an event this weekend. We could talk about it. You're down to come. So she was like, immediately, she was like, yeah, Pastor T, I got you. And then like an hour later, she calls me and she's like, um, this is only audio, right? Uh, I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah, it's video too. She's like, oh snap, I gotta, I gotta put some makeup on. I gotta, I gotta get ready. You know, you know how you ladies do. You, you gotta do your thing. So, so thank you, Betsy. For but it's a in. good experience. I think yeah. honestly, when I was getting ready, I had to really think about what we're trying to teach people to portray and be in their authentic self. And, you know, nobody else notices when one eyelash doesn't look good or who you are. It's about like when you speak from the heart. So it was kind of a good experience that you did this because I'm used like to radio and yeah. yeah, not being seen. So happy to be here and glad that you called. Yeah, it's radio and it's video. So this will be on audio on the podcast platforms as well. So, Bessie, like, t tell everybody the story of, like, what maybe God has kind of done in your life this past year, how okay. we first met, how you got connected at Crossover Church, and how you started, like, spiritually investing in yeah. yourself again. Yeah. So I think that life takes its twists and turns. And I moved to Florida in 2015 and I had a really good home base in Illinois, you know, for our church family. I mean, I was there from the time I was 19 
13 years and you know my son was very plugged in huge ministry just kind of like watching crossover grow and um, we started very small at Eastview Christian Church, and now it is like a mega church, and they have, you know, satellite hubs, so very cool to be a part of that. I think when I moved to Florida, the first thing that I didn't do is really get back, plugged back in. Mm. I think it was change, and so I was a church hopper a little bit. And I think one thing that makes Pastor Tommy and Crossover different is I've really never seen someone bring Christian entrepreneurship into a church. And I think that that is a huge gateway to spread God's word, um, really live through Christ in what you do in everyday life. So Tommy and I really met in the entrepreneur world. And I started, um, I got asked to speak at a real estate event here. And I came in this building and I was shocked. And I was given his book and I am about halfway through that. And so the story of just how they built you know, this church and redid a Toys R Us building really appeased to me and just who I am. And now I think my whole outlook on just my entrepreneurship, real estate, investing in myself and other people has totally merged into a spiritual sense. Okay. So I, I remember when you first came and you were, it was our guy Shaq that invited yeah. you to come to yeah. speak in the real Amen estate. to Shaq. The real estate track at the Innovation Summit, that was the first time we did this like event for entrepreneurs. We had a couple hundred people come, and Betsy was speaking in the gym in the real estate track, and then she was kind of like, oh, this is a church. Oh, yeah. cool. I haven't really been connected to church in a while. I think I'm going to check this out. And for a while, you were just watching online, right? Yeah, I did. I really watched online. I think that one thing that has really been a blessing for me, just being around you and other people is realizing that on Sundays, I really need to take time to just pray, be with God and invest in myself. I'm really busy. I run a couple businesses. And so I was kind of doing the online thing. It's easy to be like in your hoodie. And just even last weekend, Tommy wasn't you here. Your, you can wear your hoodie to church. Yeah. Okay. So last weekend, Tommy wasn't here. And I actually talked to Pastor Christopher. It was really amazing because I was exhausted. I've been planning this whole event. And I made myself roll out of bed without makeup, throw on a hoodie, mm -hmm. and just be present in this building. And I think that online is great. We're reaching you online right now. But I think it's really awesome to worship in person and just feel the air and feel the breath and like the people around you. There's power and energy, man. And so yeah. this building just holds some serious energy. And that's kind of why I wanted to hold the investor here. Yeah, it's God's presence that's in the building and people can come in and feel that like in a in a real tangible way. And then you got to meet so many other entrepreneurs here and Absolutely. great relationships that are happening and kicking off. And so um, and so then I found out that you did radio because you came up to me like, I got this radio show. I want to be on, you know, I want to have you on as a guest. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll come and do that sometime in the next few weeks. And we planned it, I think it was a Tuesday afternoon and, you know, went to the iHeart, you know, Studio. studios, FM radio. So it's like legit. Sometimes when, you know, it might've been like AM radio or, or, or satellite radio that there's like you know, four people listening to it or something. But this is like legit, like FM radio. And tell everybody how that opportunity fell in your lap. That's really cool. Let me say this, like when Betsy like did her thing on the radio, like I met her at church and she would talk to me and stuff and she's like excited, has a lot of energy. But like when I saw this lady on radio 
like it was me and it was two other guests, you know, with microphones like this around like a bigger table. And it's just audio, so there wasn't like video and cameras and stuff. Um, but man, like she didn't have any notes and she was just <laughs> going around the table asking questions like off the top, keeping it flowing, keeping the energy, keeping it exciting. And I was like, yo, she's really good at this. Like how long you been doing this? So how long have you been doing that? Betsy? So I literally have only done it for like six, seven months. Um, and at the time it was like, when I was on, it was like four months, Yeah, you know? So it's like, I was a rookie. I was like, looks like you've been doing this for like years. I'm like, you found like one of your gifts. You're good at this. This is great. I think that when you interview people, it's you're highlighting them for who they are. And yeah. I think that when you get to know people's stories, and you know this as a pastor, that you can help someone dig into their story and see it from a whole different perspective. Yeah. And so I think that that is a true gift of mine that I've always had the gift of gab, but really being able to dig deep and kind of like pull the sheets back and let people be vulnerable and authentic is part of my gift. And so Robert Palmer uh, started RP funding during the crash. He's just a truly amazing human being. The guy is a billionaire at 43 years old. Wow. And if you spoke with him or saw him walking down the street, you would never know that. And I, I love those type of people. And I was recruited to LPT, which is a new brokerage. We're the fastest growing brokerage in the country. And Robert's big push is marketing. So mm -hmm. he allows all of his agents to have free radio time and free billboards to kind of just take everybody. And the cool thing is, is, you know, Tommy did a service the other night on being disruptive and talked about rookies. And I remember when I first heard we're going to do radio. And I wasn't the host. I'm like, is he crazy? Like he's paying yeah. for radio with these people who've never done it before. Then it's I got a little risky. Yeah. And it's expensive, you know? So, yeah. um, he really gives us that. And so it's really not my show. It's the LPT all-star reality radio show. And I got asked to sub as the host one day kind of like what happened to Tommy. They said, someone's going to be here to train you and teach you all the buttons. And I show up and nobody's there but the guests. <laughs> like, what buttons do I press I was like, there's here? a cough button, and there's what? a volume, yeah. and... What's that thing? <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Like, you can like, you can subscribe. Yeah, yeah. I got oh, a couple got buttons cool here, stuff. too. Watch this. Woo. Yeah, so it was cool because, honestly, it made me just be me. Um, they're mm -hmm. like, here's your headset. We're going to be over in that booth. We'll let you know when you have a minute left. Like... That's it. So um, basically, I did the show. And I was good at it. I think that one thing Robert said at a mastermind, and for all the business people out there, this is a really good tip for you. You know, presentations that have PowerPoints are scripted. And he talks about doing a lot of commercials where he's in this suit. And he's like, I'm Robert Palmer. But when he started doing radio, he got really good at speaking. Because when you're on radio or you're doing a podcast like this, there's no script, there's no notes, there's nothing. You just feed off of each other in a conversation, but you're still forced to relate to your audience. So what I started doing was I wanted to add some video. I wanted to make it so the shows didn't air just live one time. Yeah. And so we started taking snippets of things and we started getting videos. So now we've kind of merged that into like a podcast YouTube channel, kind of like you're doing this here today. And it's been a super blessing. Um, Robert really believes in what I'm doing. He knows I really care about the people. We started bringing in business guys and people in the community that have an impact and 
at the time I wanted Tommy to talk about Love Our City and really talk about what Crossover is doing in the community and just spreading not only God's word, but just really bleeding into these people that need to be touched. And that's a big deal. Like, yeah. Love Our City yeah. is a big, huge thing. So we talked about that. And so I kind of took the show, and I was a little disruptive. And I said, you know, three agents sitting around isn't super cool. We mm-hmm. don't want to just talk about finance. So now we have this whole thing, the raw and real of life, business, and real estate. So it's oh, two good. agents and then a guest from the community. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And so, yeah, I was on the show, had a great time. And like you said, like, you were just a rookie. But you, like, found your sweet spot. You were great at it. So the other night, I was talking about how Jesus, you know, he used rookies. He didn't use, like, these guys that went to seminary, these great religious leaders, these super smart guys, whatever. He chose, like, common marketplace guys. Most of the people that became his top 12 disciples were, like, fishermen. You know, they, they were, like, one guy was a tax collector, which everybody hated them. And he just used common people that were just rookies that had never done spiritual, like, leadership-type stuff before. And these are the guys that we read about in Scripture. These are some of the heroes of the faith. So God loves to use people that are rookies. I love the, the, the old saying that says, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. I love so that. if you're called, he's going to get you ready. He's going to give you the skills that you need, and he's going to pull stuff out of you that you didn't even know was in there. You're going to be amazed, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. And that's when you got to point back and say, it wasn't you. It wasn't just you. It was God. Um, Yeah, God placed gifts and talents inside of you. So some of it was you, but it was really him working through you and and just bringing out the best parts of you and developing those things. And so, so, Betsy, tell us a little bit about your journey of, like, how did you get into real estate and how long has it been? Yeah, so I think just kind of feeding off what you just said, I think that when God puts us in situations that were uncomfortable, we really grow. Yeah. And I think that just my whole move and shift into Tampa and all of that, it's really crazy how much my story aligns and how much I have just so much similarities. You know, moving here was a rebuild for me. Mm-hmm. And I was freshly divorced. I wanted to start over. So I got into real estate because I was actually in the criminal justice space. You know, I'm going to talk about this kind of on the tour a little bit that I was a dance theater major in college. Like I wanted to be on Broadway. Like I was a real dancer. Like I tapped in (laughs) Savion Glover's company. You know, I was two hours away from Chicago. I've done big, huge productions and plays and performed. And so that was my passion. And that whole creative aspect of my life was what I was good at. And I was never the best dancer. You know, I never had the perfectly pointed foot, but I was a really good performer. People loved Mm -hmm. to watch me, and I was a really good choreographer. So I was kind of good at taking people, even people that looked not so great, didn't have the best body type, and I could make that triangle and make them unified and make them look good. Mm. And it's funny how God gave me that gift. I didn't become the performer, and I'm really using that same gift now in my career. So I got into real estate because I lost my dance scholarship. Um, I got pregnant at 19. It was kind of not a good relationship. Um, And I left when he was six months old. And my dad kind of came out of retirement. I didn't really have a relationship with my dad. We didn't have a super good relationship until I was 18. And he asked me to kind of do some business with him. He has a past. He had some drug and alcohol issues, a little criminal stuff. Mm. 
and really had to separate himself from me and my sister just to get himself right. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was a very selfless and selfish decision. And now looking back, um, it was tough for him to not really be a dad and be a parent. But I got the best years with my dad because we he called me up and said, hey, you want to work for me for the summer? You're doing this criminal justice stuff to make me nervous as a dad. At that point, I was thinking about really starting to work with the FBI on big drug cases, and I was a probation oh, officer. And FBI, Woo. yeah, I was excited about that. But I was a single mom, and I had a five-year-old, you know. Yeah. So, worked for him for the summer, and that was it. You know, I was really good at it. I was good with the people. I loved finding people housing. I loved designing and creating. Mm-hmm. So even though I lost this huge piece of my past with the dance and the creativity, I was still helping people. I was still mentoring people, and I was learning the real estate field. Wow. So that brings us to 2023. And now you've Ooh. been training people with real estate. You've been doing some workshops over the years. You've done some of that kind of stuff. But now God put this like vision in you to do this, in, this tour not just in Tampa, where you live now, but you want to take it to other cities as well. And you've gathered this eclectic group of people that wouldn't normally be like your average speaker at like a real estate or some kind of business event, but you've done that intentionally. So talk a little bit about the tour and even like the angle that you have with, this is not your typical like real estate event, because there's all kinds of real estate yeah. events you could go to. This one's going to be a little different. So I think that I've, never been a rule follower. I've always kind of been a disruptor. And I don't think that, you know, I mean that in a bad way. It's not like I was doing things that were super off track of what like God wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. But I think that I just never wanted to be mainstream. So after I started working for my dad, you know, nine years, helped him build multi-development properties. We exploded. We have 4,000 units back home. I I helped him build his company back, right? And I really knew that he was about to be in his 70s. He wanted to stop developing. I wasn't just going to be a property manager. And it was time for me to, like, find my own worth and purpose, Mm -hmm. you know? So went through a divorce, and I studied Tampa for eight months. Had never been here. Like, I packed up my stuff, and really cool story I'll share with them is that I really, financially at the time, I had money, but I was starting this new thing, and I wasn't going to have a salary anymore, so I actually Mm -hmm. bought this trailer to move my stuff in, because it was like thousands of dollars to get me across the country, spray-painted it black, sealed it up, bought it for $1,700, drove it here, and sold it for $2,500 when I got Hustler, look at that. So I think that I just wanted to let you know, you know, God gives you resources and yeah. like when you have lemons, you know, make lemonade. So that's how I got here. When I got here, I just realized I really loved real estate, but real estate was not the passion. Hmm. You know, the passion is something that you're like emotionally invested in and excited about. It was kind of like the purpose, but it wasn't really the passion. So it wasn't the driver. And so I think God always had on my heart and mind you know, Betsy, you can still financially make money, especially in order to allow you to serve, but you can still do it in the ways that I put you through all these experiences for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. And even though some of those were really tough times, you know, divorce, abusive relationship, mm-hmm. alcohol and drugs surrounding my whole family. So use it as a vehicle, man, yeah, and yeah. be the one to be disruptive using me to do that. Like yeah. that was what God was saying to me. So I'm like, how can I create this invest tour? So The mission of the investor is investing in yourself, investing in others, 
while creating financial freedom for your family, but impacting your community. So the Invest Tour is not a profit center. We really want to partner with Love Our City and then Worth and Perfect Purpose with Travis Doodles. And housing is a super, Yamakai Travis. It's a super issue because housing yeah, has huge. become a problem for middle-class people. Yeah, so expensive. And now a huge problem, obviously, if you have a past because you mm -hmm. don't have that resume on paper. So the tour is people telling stories who have overcome obstacles in their life, now invest in themselves, but they got to check three boxes. God said three. Okay. So they have to invest okay. in themselves, invest in others, and then invest in some type of financial passive income gateway. Yeah. So they don't have to be multimillionaires, but they can show that average people and people with a past can do these things. So everyone on the tour gives back. We have, you know, a guy that was a former drug addict and alcoholic. He now runs a $400,000 a month profit wow. plumbing company, but he houses people in sobriety. And his real estate avenue is buying these housing centers. And then his company, you have to have a year of sobriety. He provides mm -hmm. jobs. Oh, so that's, that's an example of a speaker. And then uh, that's Joe Pinkard. And then Langston Pates is another example. He did some prison time, sold some drugs. He got out and in three years went from a 462 credit score to a 770, I believe, mm. and bought his first piece of real estate with zero money down. And he's going to tell an average guy he was making $13 an hour working for a moving company and then started his own moving company. And so he donates moves to like single moms that need furniture and things like that. Wow. And then also gives jobs to people that may have a felony like on their record. But now he owns a million dollars worth of single family homes and he did it in three years. Wow. See, those are the kind of stories that we need to hear. I got goosebumps telling myself. Get the blueprint because there's a lot of people out there that feel stuck. Some of you that are watching this right now feel stuck and you don't even have a record. And you're like, I right. can't eat. Where do, what do I do next? And I know a lot of people that watch this podcast are in uh, some form of leadership and ministry, and that's great. But the reality is in this next season, I mean, we're moving more and more into a gig economy where people have to have another stream of income or a couple other streams of income to support what their main thing is or their main passion. So maybe even real estate, like Betsy even said, like real estate's not even like your number one passion. No. But it's something you do because it helps feed the passion and, and helps you be able to help others. So um, so I would just tell everybody out there, pray about what are some other areas, some other streams of income you can have um, that, that aren't going to like take you fully away from the main thing God has called you to do, but some things that, man, at the same time, they can may, may, maybe serve two or three purposes at the same time. So it's not just like, you know, okay, I'm making money through this thing, but oh, wait a minute. Now I started this moving company, but I'm helping do free moves for single moms. I started this um, plumbing company, but I'm giving jobs to people that have a record. You know, I've got this real estate thing I'm doing, but I'm helping people get housing. And so there, there can be all kinds of ways that you can find, you know, something that will serve multiple purposes and maybe even something that that thing itself isn't your passion, but as it serves that other purpose, then, man, it's hitting that passion, and, it, and it's doing the thing that God has designed you and wired you 
and created you to do. Can I tell them one more yeah. thing? Yeah, tell them another story, Betsy. Go okay, ahead. so it's not a story, but, you know, Tommy was just talking about prayer, and I just, I'm, like, very raw and real and transparent. You know, I've really struggled with understanding that and just really being still. I don't sit still very well. No, she's always, like, <laughs> Yeah, I have 18 things going on and this and yeah. that. So, like, doing a podcast at the she last minute. a little bit of ADD sometimes. She oh, does. extreme. She does. Massive. What? So look, look at that over there. See it? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Squirrel. So I think that prayer is really something that I've struggled with. And I also yeah. want to tell the listeners, too, that, you know, God isn't looking for the perfect people. And I think that I felt like I couldn't lead in a mm -hmm. ministry format mm -hmm. because I wasn't perfect. And I think that he pushed me to people like Tommy and these type of gateways so I could showcase it. And we had a very transparent conversation yesterday. And so the investor has decided to be at all urban churches for two reasons. One, because we want to give back to the church. If you're going to have an event somewhere and you're going to spend a couple thousand dollars, you might as well do it at a church because right there you're serving. Yeah. You know, right there you're giving back and you're yeah. allowing the church to take really God's money because your money's not yours. It's God's. So he's ta taking God's <laughs> money and you're really allowing, you know, the church to serve with your money. So if you don't even go to church and you're an entrepreneur and you are going to host events, you know, that's a perfect way. You're not really tithing, but you're serving, right? So I think that was one. And then two, I think that I am a catalyst and a connector and I'm a leader yes, and are. people she's listen to me. always bringing people to church now. Like, Every it's time crazy. she comes, is like she's introducing me to somebody new. And generally, those people are like, yeah, you know, I haven't been to church since I was like 11, you know, and they're like 30. You know, they're like, yeah, I gave up on church a while ago or, you know. And so you got a gift to just like draw people to you. You do. And, and that's well, yeah, and that's what I wanted to tell them is just that, you know, so not only are we doing this investor or people getting inspired, but we're bringing people into God's house, like physically. Yeah. So we're not talking to them through a podcast. We're not doing this. We're physically taking their bodies and bringing them in here. So I called Tommy and Travis yesterday, and I was, like, struggling with this because I'm like, you know, I believe in what Crossover is doing, and I believe in what God's doing, and I never thought that I would go, like, ministry. You know what I mean? <laughs> I always told people, like, I can never be a pastor. Like, I'm not good enough to do that, you know? And, and finding my place with this whole ministry piece. So I had said to Tommy, like, in my heart, God's saying to me, like, we open this event in prayer. We allow Tommy to, like, bless my event. And then in my mind, I'm going, okay, am I going to turn some people away? And I've handed out this card, and some of, like, my entrepreneur people that obviously don't go to church are like, yeah. Yo, this isn't a church. A church? Why are you? Yeah, why, 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 why are you we, doing it? Why are we going to church? Church. And oh. so, of course, I push the, push the venue, yeah. and especially for any leaders out there, like the space that you create in your churches does draw people. Yeah. You don't have to have a big building, but create that energy in that yeah. space. You know, and, and the way our space looks for those of you, some of you guys that are, are listening to this or watching this, you've been to Crossover before, you've watched it online, or. You know about it. It doesn't look like your typical church. We're in a former retail box, and I know every church is not. But even when people come here, we intentionally chose a space like this because we knew the crowd that we were after and wanted to attract. They didn't want to go to a traditional-looking like church building. Uh, if we did something different, it would grab their attention. So at one time, 
Like, I was set on, like, we're going to find an old movie theater, and we're going to, like, make our church oh, have an old that. movie theater. And there was two movie theaters we were looking at that had closed in Tampa. And then both of those movie theaters ended up getting, like, bought by somebody else. And we're like, no, what are we going to do? God, you told us, you know. But then I went to this other church that was uh, in another area, and they had taken over an old grocery store. And this vision I had in my mind of what crossover was going to look like in the next season, the next reiteration when we relocated um, it looked like that. And I'm in this grocery store that they turned into a church. They retrofitted. I'm like, that's so awesome. Yo, this could work. And there was somebody that had told me like, Hey, you know, there's a Toys R Us that's up on Fowler Avenue. That's abandoned. And maybe that could work. And I was just so set on the movie theater. I'm like, nah, nah, we're going to go to a movie theater. God told us, uh, you know, and when I went to this other church, that was the, the former, uh, the former grocery store. And I saw like, yo, this could work. Then immediately it's so crazy because it's like way out in the suburbs. Um, and, and then on the way back from that church, I had to pass this building. And I'm like, where's that building at again? It's on Fowler. I only went to that Toys R Us like once. Like, let me look for it. And I pulled in the parking lot and I looked and I was like, yo, maybe this could be it. Maybe this could work. It's crazy what you guys yeah. did and in so, this space. So here we are. So when a lot of people come here, they're like, oh, wow, this is a church, and they walk in, and we have this huge lobby, and the ceiling is, you know, exposed, kind of has, like, that industrial warehouse look to it, vibe, and they're like, oh, my gosh, this is really cool, and the way we have it, colors, we have it painted, we, you know, in the auditorium, the way we have a big LED wall and all that stuff, and so they come in, and they're, like, they're wowed by it, and it's also professional. There's that level of excellence. You know, the women's bathroom has a lounge in it. There's, like, a room before you get into, like, so women walk in. I've like, never used the bathroom they're here, like, actually. Yo, you've never been in the bathroom? Never been in the bathroom. You i got to go check that out. You need out. to go check the bathroom out. And so, you know, we were but just. But the kids' ministry is really great yeah, thing. Yeah, the kids' wing. We have a gym uh, for the teens and the I young love adults. That. Then we have a whole kids' wing with uh, a nursery, four classrooms, and a kids' church auditorium. Uh, we have a great team that leads back there. And so all those things are, like, Super important. We have a classroom wing. We have a podcast studio as well. We didn't get all those things right away. It was step by step, little by little. Even when we moved into this building, it was a process of us like finishing each space, building it out. This studio was actually one of the last things we did. That uh, there's a recording studio back over there, and it wasn't until just a few years ago we finished that, and then it was just months ago that we actually got this thing up and running. And so we're excited to be able to produce content. And so, but yeah. People that are out there, like, like if you can find a church that meets what you're looking for, it's so much better to use that space. You're investing your money uh, 100%. in great ways. And at the same time, like, churches many times will end up being more affordable than if you went and rented a hotel ballroom or you went, you know, rented a movie theater or whatever. Churches many times can be um, more affordable, and many times they're turnkey because there already is a sound system there. There already is screens Absolutely. and audio visual. And a lot of times if you go to like a hotel ballroom or a conference room or something like that, you got the room and you got the chairs. Oh, the tech setup is extreme. But then you extreme. have to rent everything else uh, generally. And sometimes they make you rent it through their vendors and their vendors are like mad expensive. And so you could spend like, you know, four or $5,000 just on renting all the tech stuff. And that doesn't even include the venue. Um, so yeah. All that, all but that's that. why we wanted to have it in, you know, urban churches. But when I called Tommy yesterday, I struggled with, you know, how do we open this event in the yeah. church? Yeah. And she was like, I want to do it open in prayer. What do you think? And I'm like, yeah. well, you know, I'm going to put my pastor hat on. <laughs> of course, I'm down with that. But I also know because we're so outreach minded 
to be able to say it in a way like, hey, guys, we, know, we don't know where you guys are at spiritually. We know everybody here has, may have different backgrounds. You might be at a different place. Not sure where you're at with God. Um, but, you know, uh, for me, like, I, you know, I have a relationship with God. I talk to him every day. And I would love to just open this event up and just talk to him really quick and just say a prayer of blessing. So I don't know even where you're at, but let me just bless this event and bless you today. And, you know, if you kind of explain it in a way like that, even people that maybe don't pray or not, not even sure if they believe in prayer, when it's, when it's explained like that, most people are like, okay, cool. Like, all right, you know, I've rarely ever had someone that complained or was like, don't pray for me or like, you know, they're usually like, okay, all right, you know, I don't know if it works or I, I'm not really, I haven't prayed in a long time or I only pray when I get in trouble. So, but yeah, cool, go ahead, you know. So I think a lot of it is the way that you approach it and just the, the vibe that you give out. And if you're loving and accepting the people and you're an includer and a connector, then many times people will be a lot more open than you think. And then the Holy Spirit does the rest. God's Spirit begins to work on somebody. And so we pray that tomorrow is the event as we're recording this. It's, it's Friday, uh, Friday the 13th. It and is? So, uh, it is. It is. It's oh, okay. seriously? Okay, yeah. okay. Your event's I'm Saturday glad I went Pastor Tommy today then. Saturday the 14th. It's going to be great. Um, but, but yeah, so if you're in the Tampa Bay area, uh, you're in Florida and you're watching this on time because we know so many people watch this later on the replay. Um, you're invited to come. Betsy, tell them how they could come. Yeah, so it was really cool, too, because the goal of the tour is to create some type of LLC with the speakers. All the speakers really want to give back. So we wanted to make tickets really affordable because it's a full day. Yeah. I mean, you're getting like, and then we have like a national speaker coming, like Juan Sanchez is coming. Um, and and you're going to feed everybody. We're going to feed everyone lunch. So originally, you know, we had tickets at $79 for a full day that included lunch. And we had a couple like $20 promo off codes. And I set high goals. Tommy kind of let me know, hey, Betsy. I was trying to give a realistic expectation. She's like, we'll sell this thing out. It's going to be standing yeah. room only. Hey, that's what God told me. I know, but I'm like, <laughs> and it may be that eventually. But a lot of times on the first event, you got to build it up. you got to have realistic expectations. Yeah, and I want to tell you them know. what, I want to be raw with them and real yeah. with them right now. So raw and real is that, you know, we pushed the event to January 14th for all you event planners. Yep. Um, it's a tough time just because people will not really buy stuff during Christmas. Nope. And Their so minds are we totally on the holidays. Yeah. And so even after ja even at January one, everybody's still kind of like, eh. exactly. It takes like a week or so for everybody to kind of get back and the rhythms and the grooves of the new year. So, so yeah. we literally had after Christmas like six tickets. Six people registered. She was panicking, and I was I was she in panic was mode. Me like, what are we gonna do? And then it was really cool to see the speakers go. Hey, you know, it's hard to promote an event without live content. No, I didn't have any pictures yeah. of, like, the venue or it's videos the of the time. venue. Yeah. So we decided everybody gets to come. And so a lot of, like, honestly, the local real estate teams, you know, purchased their tickets. They knew what it was going towards. But we got to announce at my church now, because Crossover is my home church. Let's go. That, yes, that Crossover people got to come and everybody could get to come. So what's crazy is now we're up to almost 300 registrations come on, come on. in like nine, 10 days. And it's gone pretty viral over the internet. So if you want to come, you can go to our Facebook page, which is the invest tour. So you can find us on Facebook. You can also go to my personal page. It's Betsy Jean, J E A N 
Tinnervin, T-I-N-E-R-V-I-N. And what, what kind of name is Tinnervin? I don't really know. Okay, that's a unique I'm name. definitely the outcast of my family, too, so I question whether I was, like, adopted or not. Yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm the one that just does not fit in at all. So I don't really know. I know there's, like, some Polish in my family, a little bit of German. Um, everyone asks me if I'm Italian because I kind of have, like, yeah, a you, warm skin. You, yeah, you, and that you vibe. Use your hands. Yeah. I know. I'm sitting on them, so I'm yeah. acting good. <laughs> but, yeah, if you want to come to the event, you know, please feel free. You can just come to Crossover, like, and register literally in the morning. Registration is going to start at 830 tomorrow. Speaker lineup starts at 9. And um, Pastor Tommy is going to pray and bless my event, which Ooh. I think is very cool. But I think for anyone out there that's just kind of questioning today, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not really sure, maybe you don't have like a home-based church or you're a leader of a church and you don't know how to bring people in in that kind of way, I think that when you sit back and you look at the gifts that God has given you, Mm -hmm. they, he makes you that catalyst and connector and events and jobs and conversations can start so not Christian or have no ministry intent. And you don't know that what God's actually doing yeah. is allowing you to minister to other people. And I think that this experience has been a super eye opener for me personally, mm -hmm. realizing that a lot of things are going to shift in my career after this event right. and um, that God has really done that and put that on my heart and mind and that how much happier I am using the gift that he gave me. Yeah, you've been just like way. bubbling about this thing for like I get emotional weeks now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really cool and it's just really cool to know that. I was good enough to like do some of these things and I really do have a deeper purpose than writing real estate contracts. And I love coaching people in real estate and I'm not going to stop doing that. I love structuring deals, but how I'm going to use what God has put on my heart and mind is going to be very different. And I definitely want to tell them to just in the marketing space, you know, I'm a female entrepreneur and it's really sad how the world and YouTube is coming into this sex sells era. Yeah. The generations below me and just what they've done with the rap, you know, music culture, what they've done in fashion, what they've done in being an entrepreneur. And I'm very diverse. I have lots of pair of Nike tennis shoes. I wear athletic, <laughs> you know, leggings and I throw on my little... Oh, my logo's on this side. Throw on my little logoed sweatshirt. And so I'm not some female that is in high heel pumps and carries a Gucci bag. And that's not who I am. And I still do really well. And yeah. so even this tour, you know, we have T-shirts. Tommy's going to sell, you know, his eternal apparel. We have DJ Will who's going to have, you know, some product. And all of it is through God's ministry. So I want to do that in my career and my life. And I'm going to speak to a lot of the female entrepreneurs. My final slide is about, you know, not be authentic. Doesn't mean that you have to be sexy. And yeah. to me, like what we God's taught off. me. Yeah. yeah. What God's taught me is what sexy is to me. It's being really smart. And that is what sexy is to me and being a catalyst and a connector and blessing other people and serving in those ways. So I think that 
the tour is a lot more just the, than the real estate and just investing in yourself. And I'm going to do it multiple times at Crossover. We've had such a great experience here that if you miss Saturday, you know, please go to the Crossover Facebook page, visit the Crossover website. I would love to see you in church. If you meet with me business-wise, be prepared. You'll probably end up at Crossover. I may tell you to meet me at the cafe, and uh, that will turn into you just getting some really good education, energy, blessings, and if you are starting fresh out there as, you know, a church leader, or you're starting fresh as someone that's thinking about attending, it's like step one, man, you just got to go. You just got to go and just be there, and amazing things will happen in your life. Yeah, so you mentioned DJ Will just a minute ago, Will the Beast, a.k.a. Um, yeah, talk about that too, because there's been a lot of really cool connections since you got connected at crossover and that's what God does. Like you, Betsy, I'm a connector. I love to like connect people when I meet somebody, like when I told you about Travis, I'm like, you know what? You need to meet Travis. You need to have Travis, like maybe come on your show sometime. Let me show you what he's doing. Showed her, you know, his IG. And then like the next thing I know, like Travis is on her show. Travis is going to do the tour. They're, They're like, they're, like, hanging out. I don't I'm, mess around. And then, like, I'm like, Betsy, <laughs> do you have, like, music for, for your event? Like, you need to have, I would recommend, like, a DJ. We have a DJ booth at Crossover, which most venues don't have that, by the way. And so, and she's like, oh, I, don't, I didn't even think about that. So I'm like, here's, like, a couple DJs from our church. And so tell them about when you called Will. So, yeah, so I called Will, and um, I'll candidly just share a little bit because I haven't got super in-depth of what he once shared, but... You know, dance was a huge part of my past. So, you yeah. know, Will has done amazing things with his career. And he was Will the Beast in the dance world. And I think now he's just becoming Will, which is super cool. The DJ. The DJ. And he is another guy that is kind of gone from this heavy L.A. past, very kind of famous life. I mean, he worked with a lot of famous people, choreographing um, for multitudes of big hitters in the dance world, Mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of followers. And now he's really going, you know, the Christian ministry route, and he's DJing at churches. He's doing a clothing line, but he also just is getting a real estate license. So Mm. Pastor Tommy. I didn't know that. Didn't know that. See what God does. I'm like, here, call. here's three DJs, and she called him first yeah and tell him like where he was at and what he was doing when you called him so my event is saturday and this call was made tuesday and um you know i'm, I'm all about the last minute putting things in motion that's like, why like, I was, hey betsy can you come do this podcast like in 10 two minutes hours? 10 minutes yeah <laughs> um so i called him up and it was really amazing you know and this is just one nugget we could be here for hours of what's happened with this tour um, but Will said, you know, I, I was making a lot of money in LA. I had a lot of connections and, you know, it's kind of really tough for me to talk about like my past yeah. and I'm starting over here and I'm literally doing like DJ side gigs and I'm coaching flag football. And he's like, I was at bank of America and I was depositing a couple of checks. And I sat in the parking lot. I just bowed my head really quick. And I said, God, please connect me with somebody like, please give me a financial out- outlook and I called him that I called him that day, and he's from Indiana. I'm from Illinois, and there's a Bloomington, Indiana, and a Bloomington, Illinois. So we we just connect in the weird Midwest way, all the cornfields. Yep. And so, you both did dance stuff. And we both did dance life. stuff. We've been to the same conventions, Monsters of Hip Hop in Chicago, yep. all of the jams, and so we connected there. But then he said, "I'm getting." He said, "This is a real estate event." He said, "Pastor Tommy doesn't know this." 
<laughs> he goes, I'm getting my real estate license and I need a real estate team. I had no idea. Look so at, I look said, at, look at yeah. God, look at what God does. I said, hey, man, um, you know, we would love to plug you in. You can, like, join our team. Um, we just got a brand new uh, celebrity coach through LPT Realty that actually sold Shaq's house. So we have a whole luxury training protocol now for people that really want to sell luxury. And I think Will can tap into his past in an appropriate way. Yeah. Make some real money in this industry, but then serve yeah. in the way that God wants him to yeah. serve. So the coolest thing about Will, though, that I'll share. He has a great personality. Well, I, think, I hope I he think, watches I this replay. Well. Yeah, shout out to Will. Because he said, I'll just do your event. Yeah. You know, because I really want to get plugged in with real estate and that's going to be a gift. And I love crossover and Tommy and what he's doing. And I said, no, nah, man, like you're you're in a financial place right now. We want to compensate you, you know, And he's like, OK, cool. But I'll give you the family and friends discount, you know, <laughs> and just hearing those things, though, I really want to give like props to him and other people. The people on the tour, people like Will, they literally have all come together and said, we want zero dollars for speaking. We really don't want any money for our services. We just want to serve people. Yeah, I'm not charging to pray either, so, you know, I'm free. That's free? Yeah. Okay, good, because we're at max, dude. We're, like, at break even right now <laughs> <laughs> after we pay the church and stuff. So, yeah, I think that that's really awesome. And then I really do want to circle back really quick because you mentioned Travis. Mm -hmm. um, I talked a little bit ago to the business people out there, and this is for anybody. You know, if you're listening to this Christian-based, entrepreneur-based, however you're, you know, feeling your vibe today. But we have Travis Doodle speaking about social media and how social media played kind of a negative aspect of his past. And so yeah. Will and Travis are going to be connected to the event and that's going to be just epic. Fireworks mm -hmm. are going to go off when that happens. Yeah. But, you know, Travis had a huge social media following, huge platform, did tons of videography, was on MTV and Jay Leno and all the things and wasn't happy and mm -hmm. stopped what he was doing and kind of like Langston on my tour took like an hourly job being a barber. Yeah. And doing video. And God took the barbering, is that a word, barbering? Yeah. And videography, and now has him serving. He has a YouTube channel that's in seven months gone to, um, uh, I think he's at 1.4 million followers. It's but crazy. he has like 50 million views every month on all of his social media platforms. Yeah. One of his videos alone had 65 million. Yeah. So he's going to talk on the tour to all the entrepreneurs sitting out there, whether they're doing real estate or they own a business. The I think it's 13 steps. I wanted 10, but no, you know, and Travis, it had to be 13. 13 yeah. steps on Friday how... That's so <laughs> scary. Um, but how you should portray yourself on the internet, getting an emotional connection, how to edit your videos, but how he did it all through God. Mm. And he knows that like all business owners don't have that necessarily ability to just be straight ministry, but he's going to show them how they don't have to play into the likes and the, the sex sells and yeah. just the whole, I got wads of money and all those things, but how to highlight yourself and still get mm -hmm. people to follow you. Yeah. That's good. Well, Betsy, thank you for like pitch hitting and jumping in here at the last minute today. Um, next week, we will have Jerry Flowers on with us for real, for real. But I did want to ask you one more question because sure. we, we are talking about investing in, in particularly in real estate. And I know there might be some people that are watching Absolutely. and they're like, OK, like may, maybe you can't come to the event, obviously, or you're watching this when the event's over. Um, like, what would you say would be some some first steps for people to get involved in real estate. It's, it's been something that a lot of people I know are interested in, 
myself included, I've done a lot of research in the last couple of years, but, but like what, what are maybe some of the first steps to get involved? So I'll definitely give you like my Google voice number. It's 813-609-0229. And that does like ring to my phone, but I do have some staff that fields those calls. So you can definitely text that number or call that number and like give me your email address. We're happy to set up like a consultation with you. That is free. Um, a lot of people wow. don't, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, on the buy side of real estate, a real estate agent represents you for free. And that is skewed, whether you're buying a single family home, yeah. a multifamily investment, a fix and flip, the seller pays real estate commission. So it's like a free, uh, we're not attorneys and you're not supposed to do that, but we're, we're free guiders. We're free. We do, we do everything for free for you and we still get paid on the back end. So one, you have to have a real estate professional. And I'm not saying that because I'm a realtor. Because honestly, to get a real estate license now, you can take a class on Groupon. So I don't suggest just using anybody. You need <laughs> to have somebody that has some experience yes. or a team leader. And I always suggest I am an investor myself. So I don't sell anyone stuff that I wouldn't buy. Mm -hmm. And I think if you want to do investing, you need to be with an investor-friendly agent. That is step one. Mm -hmm. They are going to know their market. They're going to know how to analyze deals. They're going to understand cash on cash return and tax depreciation and all the jams. That's your first step. Your second step is obviously there's the financial piece and you need to speak to a lender. And if your real estate agent is good, they already have this ecosystem of people. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about the invest tour, and we'll hopefully be able to eventually live stream them is that we have all the vendors coming too. It's not just the speakers. We have every resource at the event, the financing piece, the real estate piece, the credit repair piece, yep. the insurance piece, like everyone Everything will be here. So your real estate agent is really the catalyst and connector. You see how God did that in my world? Boom. The real estate agent's the catalyst and connector. I'm the catalyst and connector in, in my missionary piece. So um, <laughs> the catalyst and connector, they got to have all the pieces. So I describe it as a hamster wheel with all the spokes sticking out. Yeah. So they are the center. If the center leaves, like the wheel doesn't turn. So they have all the different plugs, plugs in a good way, mm -hmm. that you need to create your real estate transaction. So if you start with an agent, like that's your first step. Yeah. And that agent, no matter whether you make $13 an hour no matter whether you have money and you're a lawyer or an attorney and you have cash sitting there or you're just maybe an entrepreneur or maybe you've done fix and flips and failed, that person should have the straight roadmap for you. And if you follow all those steps, it is what it is. But really quick, Langston talks about on the tour. He was making $13 an hour. He bought a piece of real estate. Here's an example for $62,000. It appraised at $100,000. So he put mm. zero money down and got a check for $18,000 at closing. Wow. Did you follow? $100,000 at appraised, purchased at 62, so you have that gap, so he was given money to buy the real estate. Wow, at equity right away. So at the end of the day, you can, um, I don't like all real estate mastermind events, so I'll be very honest with you about that. They get up there and they show off all their checks and You'll notice when I speak, I don't talk a lot about my stats. I don't talk a lot about my bank account. I talk about the how and the when and the where pieces because that's what people want to know. So if you find a good agent and you do interviews with them and maybe they blow you off because you don't have a pre-approval, 
make the next phone call to the next one and call me. Mm -hmm. We have people all over the country in every different market that we can plug you in with. So if you want a referral from us, we're happy to do that. But um, anybody can invest and it definitely starts with self. And you can use real estate as a gateway to invest in others. But the steps for me um, is calling that agent, letting them create that financial plan for you. If you have bad credit or you don't have enough income, let them hook you up with the people that can help you. There's hard money. If there's a will, there's a way, man. So they'll set that roadmap for you. And then uh, remember that nothing that is really, really filled with gratitude is easy. So yeah. if it was easy, everyone would do it. So yeah. my third thing is have patience. Yeah. You know, baby steps are great in anything you do. Finding mm-hmm. God, spreading God's word, buying real estate. You have to be patient and good things will come. So they'll help you create that roadmap and it may be a five-year plan. Yeah. But it's worth the wait and the time. And I hope that your real estate invest journey also touches as many people as mine is allowed me to. Boom. So where can people find you, Betsy? So give us, you give can, us your social media handles. Yeah. So you can literally go to Facebook and just type in Betsy. And then my middle name is Jean, J-E-A-N. And then my last name is Tinnervin, T-I-N-E-R-V-I-N. But honestly, I'm not a big like IGDMer and all of that. I really was not heavy on social media for a long time. I do have a YouTube channel, same situation, just my first and last name, nothing crazy. But please feel free to like text me your email address and we will set up consultations with you. It's 813-609-0229. And I'm always transparent with people. If I can't help you, like I will find you the resource that can help you. And we will plug you in with the right people. Or you can come see me at Crossover Church on Sundays. Check her out in the lobby. In the lobby. <laughs> I, uh, I, I stand out in the lobby. posted up. Yeah, I talk to people. I would love to see you come in um, and get plugged in, especially with, uh, please follow the Crossover Church page. Um, your, your guy's doing the... Uh, entrepreneurial Christian group. So I would love to speak with people at that too. I don't know what we have going on with that. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more that we're going to be talking about uh, on this podcast and stuff that we're learning and doing at Crossover Church uh, with entrepreneurship. So stay tuned. Every Friday, it's going to be going down here. And so we're grateful that we had this amazing entrepreneur on here today that showed up last minute, make some noise for Betsy. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the horn. Yes, we got, we got to throw that in there a little bit. But, hey, guys, thank you for hanging out with us uh, every Friday from 12 to 1. Uh, we're going to be here uh, probably until this summer. We're going to try to do this every week to give you guys content. Uh, Flavor Fest 2023, the conference is coming up. The dates are going to be different this year. Instead of it being in October, I will give you a little bit of uh, information today for the first time to the public. Uh, it's going to be November the second through the fourth. So we're moving it to the first weekend of November uh, because we wanted to get a little bit away from hurricane season. And when it's uh, 
when it's a little bit too hot, it's a little cooler by then. Trust me, it's going to be really good this year. And we have a big, big, big announcement to make about Flavor Fest this year. We are about to do something that we have never done before. Uh, we're first going to announce this at Crossover this Sunday. So if you're from Crossover, you're going to hear about it on Vision Sunday. Uh, but we're going to be announcing it next week on the podcast and giving you guys the details. It's exciting. It's going to help us reach over one thousand liters this year um and that's all i'm going to say about it so you got to tune in next friday i love that jerry flowers is going to be with me next friday god is doing some amazing stuff through his ministry it's it's growing it's blowing up so uh subscribe to the channel stay connected we're going to keep giving you guys more and more good content like this uh we're going to be posting up other stuff besides the podcast on my channel as well and so stay tuned keep it locked right here and this is what i do at the end of every podcast uh, before we do the outro, is I always ask my guests to close us out in a word of prayer. And so I'm just going to throw Betsy on the spot. I, I She's asking me to pray tomorrow at her event. So I'm going to ask her to pray to okay. close out the podcast. I got it. Bless all the leaders out there. She's ready for it. She wasn't even nervous. So, so pray us out, Betsy. All right. Dear God, thank you so much for always disrupting my life in the right way. Yeah. Today was a disruption. I have this huge tour and this huge event, but everything is because of you, God. And you have given me the whole driving force behind this vision and everything. And just, I just want to praise you and thank you for allowing me to take this hour with Tommy, who just pours like great energy into me and so many people and everything that you're doing with him and his church and just blessing him and allowing him to just be a catalyst and connector in your Christian world. I think it's amazing. I love what you have done with me and my heart and my mind. And I know, dear Lord, that I'm still a work in progress. And I just pray that for everyone that feels like they're a work in progress, that they just feel you, they feel you around them today, that you love on them on Friday yeah, the 13th yeah. with all the <laughs> crazy things that happen. And I just really want to bless Tommy too. I really want to pray for Tommy because being a leader at the top is lonely sometimes and it's difficult and it's tough and you're just constantly pouring and pouring and pouring out your cup. And we know, dear God, that you're there to fill him up. So please fill up Tommy as he continues to pour into people like me and everybody around him. Please rest the tour this weekend, dear Lord. Yeah. And I hope that you just really, really, really pour into people's hearts through the words of our speakers and that we all do what you have put on our hearts, not what we want to do, but that we allow the disruptions that you place in our life to turn into blessings because mm -hmm. we know that it's your vision and it's not ours. Thank you for bringing me here today. Thank you for being with me in those moments where I feel alone. And I hope that all of our guests watching today were given some really great nuggets and gems um, as you have used me to be a catalyst and connector and speak about those things that could really bless their families financially. I praise you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How did I do? Amen. You did good. Was that good? Yeah. Betsy, thank you for being with us today. Come on, one more time. Make some noise for Betsy. God bless you guys. Have an amazing weekend. We will see you next Friday right here live. Uh, or you could check it out on the replay, and it's on all the podcast platforms as well. God bless you guys. Flavor Fest time. fam, let's go. Thanks for tuning into the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast. Stay connected with us on social media at UrbanD813 and at Flavor Fest. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace and God bless.